Hello, hello, life-changing coaches. Y'all, I need you to do me a favor. There's a few of you here live. This one is going to be too good to miss. So if you are looking around and you're seeing that your fitness business building BFF is not here, I need you to tag them. Go ahead and tag anybody that you think could use this information today. We are talking about sales. Oh, it's the S word, right? This is the word that makes so many of you sweat in your leggings and shake in your bar socks. (laughs) I know most of us would rather lead our workouts for free than even think about having sales conversations. But what if I told you it doesn't have to be like that? What if it's not all about convincing language and sales psychology? What if you could make sales without making people your fake BFF first? What if it's really about just having a conversation with a person just like you would with the person in line next to you at the Target checkout? So here's what I want you to tell me as you come in. Say hello, give me a hashtag live, give me a hashtag replay if you're watching in the replay. And I want to know who here absolutely loves sales and selling. Anybody? Do I have anybody that would just say, yes, I absolutely love having the sales conversation. I absolutely love going through all of the process of making sales into my program. Most of us would say no. Most of us would say the exact opposite. I'm about to walk you through the sleazy mistakes we have all made or been on the receiving end of that have wanted us to throw the baby, that have made us want to throw the baby out with the bathwater when it comes to sales. I need you to stay to the end because we're going to learn the key mindset setup that you need to ensure you are having comfortable empowering relationship-based conversations around your program. That's the first thing. We're going to learn how to avoid coming off like a sleaze or a pest, even if you're approaching people you haven't had a conversation with in the past. And how to have conversations with potential clients that start and end with service. Y'all, we are all servant leaders in the fitness industry. We went into the industry because we love to help people. I see that more and more every single day as I run my business. You guys are not interested in having the conversation about six-figure years as much as you are about having 600 clients. You guys want to help people. You're servant leaders. We are all servant leaders. So these conversations that I'm about to tell you about, this method of creating sales conversations, of creating sales through conversations is relationship-based, easy, and service-based. It's all about how you can help. All right. So first, this is the Fit Pros Business Show for professional fitness and health coaches. I'm Kelly Coulter. I led a dual career in fitness and in marketing for 20 years. Since then, I've helped thousands of fit pros bootstrap their businesses quickly without all the drama while creating a profit from day one. My mission is simple. As pros, we all have a unique mix of experiences, expertise, education, and personality that makes us perfect to serve our own unique audience. 
It is my mission to help you find and serve your unique audience. I want you to serve the clients you love and make real money doing it. So this show is where I empower you by teaching you the tools and skills that give you choices in your career. Are you ready to make a difference? Let's do this. All right. Y'all, sales is, is can be an ugly word to a lot of us. We didn't go in the industry because we wanted to be a salesperson. But now you're in business for yourself. And that changes things. Because we want to help and we want to make a real living, but you can't do it if you don't have people showing up. So a lot of the people who talk to beginning business builders are out there talking about social media and how do you set up your flow for the week? How do you funnel people from top of funnel into buying from you? But no one wants to talk about the sales conversations because it's an ugly word to us. I want to tell you a few things that are going to make you feel a lot better about having conversations that may or may not lead to sales at the end. And the first thing is this. You already have everything you need inside of you in order to start making sales. This is not something where you have to study a new skill set for months or years. This is not something where you have to set up a bunch of technology ahead of having a conversation. You already have everything in you that you need in order to start making sales. What that means is that I talked to so many of you guys over the DMs or through Zoom, and we will talk about, I'll say, what is your ultimate goal in all of this? And you guys have these really cool dreams. You, you're talking about creating healing retreats, um, creating transformational programs that are going to help people create a different life. You're talking about creating... Um, creating programs <clears throat> that can help kids, that can help the obese, that can help people with specific injuries. You have so many big dreams. And then invariably, you'll come to me and you'll say, well, I'm starting by, and what you'll do is you'll shrink back and you'll say, I'm starting by um, teaching some classes at the Y, or I'm starting by doing a yoga class at the community center for donations. And I just want to say to you that if you've got that program in you, if you've got that retreat in you, if you've got that transformation in you that you envision leading, then it is in you. And the only thing that's going to bring it out is to start. And part of starting means having the conversation. So today, I'm going to give you the tools to empower you to have the conversations. But waiting and preparing or ramping up is what your caveman tells you to do. We talk a lot about the caveman. The caveman is the guy that's trying to keep you safe. The caveman is the piece of your brain that knows what kept you safe yesterday and pulls yesterday into today to keep you safe today, keeps you leading the same life that you had yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and the next day. 
So I want you to really accept that you have everything you need inside of you in order to start making sales. You do not need to ramp up. Now, do you need to create a minimally viable version of that program or that transformation or that retreat? Possibly, because not all of us have a million and a half to go buy a piece of property where we can just start leading retreats. But maybe you can do an online retreat where people meet with you every day. Maybe you can do a retreat through Fit Bodies where you go to a resort and everyone pays their own way to the resort. There are lots of different things that you can do that get you started by starting. So suspend your disbelief and let's all pretend right now that we have everything inside of us in order to start making sales because we do. And I want to move on. Now, these are mindset shifts that I want to talk about before we start talking about selling. The second one is this. I just talked about a minimally viable product and how starting by starting is the best way. Here's the other thing. Pre-selling a program or a transformation that you have envisioned but you have never yet led a group through is a perfectly valid way to start a program. That is not (laughs) magical thinking or um, being, uh, I don't know, putting the cart before the horse. If you have a transformation in you, if you know that you have the skills to help someone lose 100 pounds, go from couch to 5K, heal a knee injury, um, heal from drug addiction, whatever it is, if you know that you have the skills to do that because you've done it, because you've led people through it in a paid job, because you have experience with it in your family, whatever it is, lay those steps out and start selling it because pre-selling And gathering a group together in order to get it started is an absolutely perfectly valid way to start a program. If you need more on that, refer to, there's a book by Jeff Walker called Launch. And also, I'm an expert on this. I've done it several times. So make a meeting with me. I'm happy to talk you through it. So Jeff Walker Launch. Or just make a meeting with me and we can talk more about that. But pre-selling is a perfectly valid way to start your program or your transformation or your retreat. And I want you to think of it like this. What if this thing that you have to offer to the world, what if it is the answer to someone's prayers today and you are not out there selling it because you don't know where to start or you're scared of sales? So I was having this conversation with, I've had it with a few of my accelerators this week, and I'll tell you guys a little bit of a personal story. So um, back when I worked in the corporate world, (laughs) a lot of you guys have heard this, I was miserable. I was miserable. I mean, more than miserable. Um, And I was self-medicating through food. So I would constantly be like, hey, let's go on a walking meeting and... (laughs) I would be like going into Starbucks and getting like the big drinks, not like not like a coffee, like a, a salted caramel mocha. 
<laughs> or I would, oh my gosh, I drank chocolate milkshakes like it was my job. I had fast food breakfast several times a week. It was absolutely ridiculous. I gained 35 pounds. Um, it was uncomfortable. It was humiliated. I hated looking at myself. I hated the way I felt. Everything about it was awful. On top of that, I had this awful job that I hated as well, and I wouldn't even admit to myself that I hated it, but I was so miserable. So my point is this. Every morning, every morning, y'all, my eyes would pop open in the bed, and I would think, what the hell am I going to do about this weight? Every morning, my eyes would pop open, and I would say, what the hell am I going to do about this weight? That was the first thought every morning. Why am I telling you this? Because your customers feel the same way. The people who are right for what you have to offer, this is how they are waking up every morning. Now, maybe it's not about weight loss. Maybe it's about knee pain. Maybe it's about hip pain. Maybe it is about um, just feeling too stressed out. Maybe it's about um, a specific condition that they've got that they know that there is some sort of relief out there for it. Y'all, someone is out there with their eyes popping open saying, what the hell am I going to do about X, Y, Z? And your program is the answer to that. So don't shrink back and not sell it because sales is the S word. Y'all, let me know if you're laying down, if you're picking up what I'm laying down here. <laughs> Just got pretty vulnerable. I want to hear what you guys have to say about this. So let's talk about why sales has such a bad connotation to it. I'm going to share my screen. I've got two little slides I want to show. And you guys have seen these before if you've gone through the kickstart with me. Here's the first. Shoot. And as usual, I have messed up my tech. Let's try this again. Okay, so that is what I want you guys to see. And I need the share button. No, what in the world? Oh my gosh, it went away. Okay, well, we're not going to be having a screen sharing moment, but that's okay. Let's just remove that. First mistake, the first reason that people get a bad taste in their mouth when they start thinking about sales is the shirtless trainer. The shirtless trainer is the guy who pops into your DMs and says, hey, bro, looks like you've really been posting some killer content on social media. You're really killing it. How long you been in the game, right? You know this guy? This is the guy who pops into your DMs, says, gives you some compliment. It's a short DM. It's really short. And it's just, um, he hasn't even looked at your profile. I love it when I get these from other business coaches and they haven't looked at my business coach and they think they haven't looked at my profile. So they think that I'm a, um, a fitness trainer. And I'm like, dude, I'm a business coach like you are. Please stop direct messaging me. <laughs> okay. So they pop into your DMs and they start asking you invasive questions. They're spammy. They're unwanted. You don't know this person. You've never interacted with this person. That's the shirtless trainer. His profile picture looks like this. 
Oh, and he's got like big muscles and no shirt on. <laughs> That's the shirtless personal trainer. And then they keep DMing you because they have a motto, right? The shirtless personal personal trainer says you don't stop the conversation until they buy, cry, or die. That's the shirtless personal trainer. How annoying is that? Is that the most obnoxious thing you've ever heard? So that's the first thing that we want to avoid. And y'all, if you've done this, it's okay because we've all done it. You have to learn by failing. That's part of being an entrepreneur. The second big one that makes us all want to run and hide when we hear about when we hear the word sales is the salesperson that pops into your DMs and she sends you a DM that's about this long. It's like as tall as the screen or taller if you're on your phone. And it's like, <laughs> it's got this process to it. It starts with wanting to tell you how you're alike, right? So she's like, hi, I'm Melissa. I see you have two kids. I have two kids. Um, I had one that said, I see your birthday's coming up. And I was like, yeah, that's that's weird, right? That's weird for somebody to be like, oh, I see your birthday's coming up. I was not into it. And so then she goes on to say like all the ways that we're alike. And then she's trying to make me her fake best friend. And then here comes the business opportunity. I have recently partnered with an awesome athleisure line. And I am not bagging on athleisure lines, you guys, but I am bagging on this method of trying to make relationships and make sales. So she says, I've recently partnered with blah, 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 and I think you would make an incredible ambassador. Okay. Have you guys gotten that one? That's the thirsty messenger. That's the person who sends you this long message that is completely unwelcome. You don't know the person and tries to take you from absolute stranger to best friends to business partners in one friggin' message. Doesn't even give you the opportunity to come back and say, I'd love to continue this conversation with you or hey, bug off, right? Doesn't even give you that opportunity. They're so scared that you're going to tell them no, that they pack everything that they've got to say into one message. And then they hope you're going to read that whole thing, right? You hear that people say it's a numbers game, right? So they hope you're going to read the whole thing. And then they hope you're going to come to the end and just be uber convinced that you want to be part of their um, network marketing or their business coaching or their um, transformational program, or whatever it is. Y'all, both of those ways of starting conversations are so wrong because they're so unwelcome and they're so, I don't want to say dishonest, but I'll say this. They're not permission-based. Social media was meant to be social which means we can't be overwhelming people. We can't be popping into their direct messages completely unwelcome. We can't be trying to sell them something with some long script. Nobody's going to read that crap. Social media was meant to be social, which means that your conversations have got to be permission-based. 
permission-based means that they continue to give you permission to have the conversation with them because they continue the conversation with you. All right, so I'm going to give you my four elements of a great sales conversation, which is really a great qualifying conversation, which is really a great service conversation. I'm going to give you my four elements, but I want to explain one more thing to you first, and that is this. Every conversation that you have with a potential client is what I like to call a qualifying conversation. And what a qualifying conversation means is that you are qualifying this person as to whether or not they are right for your program or your retreat or your transformation. You are asking a few questions and you are deciding whether or not this person is the right kind of person. Is this the kind of person that gets awesome results from working with me or is this not that type of person? And either way is okay. It's not like you're going to go back to them and say, never mind, you are not the right type of person for me. No, but this is the conversation that's going on in your own internal head. You're going, okay, do I continue this conversation? Is this a person that I could see myself working with? So these are qualifying conversations, which means your goal is just to find out a few pieces of key information so that you can decide whether or not they are right for you to make an offer to. I hope that when you hear that, that takes some of the pressure off of you. I hope that that feels a little bit... um, Uh, take some of the, the pressure off of the conversation. Because I think so many of us go into each and every conversation thinking that we have to make a sale. But the fact is, if you're having all kinds of conversations all day long, you don't have to feel like any one conversation has to result in a sale. Because you've got enough conversations going on that if you decide this person is not the right person for you to work with, you can move on to the next person and start finding out more about them. It also means that every conversation you have is an an opportunity for you to learn more about the people you serve. So your audience is your people. Your audience is your million-dollar asset, right? That's all you've got. If your audience went away today, you would find another way to create another audience because we know by now that spamming the general population with general messages about fitness and health does not work for making sales. So every time you have a qualifying conversation with a member of your audience, you are learning more about your audience in general, not just that one person. So that's why conversations are important, but you have to do them right. No shirtless trainer bros. No thirsty messengers. I want you to go to the people that you think are right for your program And I want you to have direct, honest, transparent, 
and permission-based conversations with them. So if you're taking notes, write this down, four bullet points, and I'm going to go through them with you one by one. Direct. That's the first bullet point. The second, honest. Honest, y'all. I think the biggest thing that makes us crazy about getting those thirsty messenger messages is that it's dishonest. She's trying to take me from stranger to her best friend by pointing out all the ways that we're alike. You don't, okay, well, let me, let me list all four of these and then I'll come back to this. The third is transparent. So transparent, you're going to be honest and transparent. This is great news. This takes a lot of pressure and a lot of the mind drama out of it. And the fourth one is permission-based. So let's go back. Direct. So direct means that you are going to introduce yourself and you are going to tell the person how you know each other. Think about it like this. If you were in line at Target at the checkout counter and you turn to the person next to you, you would not say, hi, I'm Kelly and I am talking to you because you look just like me and I see that you have two kids and I have two kids and I think we should be best friends, right? You would say, hi, I'm Kelly. <laughs> or if you saw somebody that you thought you knew, you would say, Hi, I'm Kelly. I think we know each other through the JCC, through, you know, Junior League, through whatever it is. So direct, direct. I think we know each other or we do know each other or um, you're in my group on Facebook, right? <laughs> or you answered a question I asked in social media or you liked a post about a specific thing and I wanted to see if you want to talk more about it. Be direct, y'all. That leads me to point number two. Be honest. So I started to go off on this and then I stopped and I backed myself up. The dishonesty factor of trying to make somebody their, your fake best, best friend, it bothers me because I don't like dishonesty, but it also bothers me because it takes you out of your power. So when you're having a conversation with somebody because they're in your Facebook group and you are the leader of this Facebook group and you're positioning yourself as the expert, and then you go to them and you try to make them your best friend, you're no longer acting as the trusted advisor. You're acting as the fake best friend. So it takes you out of your power as the leader, as the trusted advisor, and it puts you into a frame of being dishonest. So y'all, it's okay to have conversations and to stay in your power. You don't have to feel like if you act as the trusted advisor or if you don't tell them how many ways you're alike, that they're going to leave. Remember. Your ideal customer is someone who woke up this morning going, holy crap, what am I going to do about this knee pain? Not somebody that woke up and thought, <laughs> I need a new best friend today, right? So be honest. Be honest, position yourself as the expert, and keep control. Number three, transparent. Tell them why you're messaging them. 
Hi, I'm Kelly. So we're talking about messenger. I talk about messenger a lot when I talk about this. This works with text messages. This works with emails. This goes for in-person conversations. Wherever you're having sales-based conversations, this goes for. So direct, honest, transparent. Hi, I'm Kelly. We know each other because you are in my group. I am messaging you because I saw that you liked a post and I wanted to know if you would like to have a conversation about whatever the post was about, about knee pain or about, um, you know, whatever it is that you posted about that now you're pulling that into the direct messages. If you're in line at Target and you see somebody that's your perfect potential client, you're going to say, hi, I'm Kelly. Um, We were both just shopping for leggings over there. I'm a trainer and I saw, I don't know, would you really do this? (laughs) I'm making this up as I go. You, you might say, I'm a trainer. I heard you mentioning to your kids that you're looking for a trainer. Would you like to have a conversation about it? Something like that. Maybe, um, you know, I, I heard you say that you've got knee pain. I specialize in knee pain. Would you like to have a conversation about it? Now, notice I keep saying, would you like to have a conversation about it? Because the fourth part is permission-based. So I'm So every time you speak, if they don't speak back, There's no reason to keep going. Permission is when they answer you. (laughs) That gives you permission to continue the conversation. These conversations are permission-based. Now, once you're in a conversation with someone, there is a specific flow that I teach, and I I teach it in the Kickstart. Um, I know I went through it this last Kickstart um, that is up in recorded form, so Um, You can grab it there. You can DM me if you've got more questions. There is a specific flow that I teach, and I'm not going to have time to teach that here today. But um, just know that what you're looking for is to find out where they are in relation to the thing that you lead, to the thing that you offer, and to decide whether or not this person is right for you. If they are, continue the conversation until they are begging you to make an offer to them, then you can make the offer. Otherwise, gracefully back out. Maybe you give them a few little pointers. It's always service-based. You're always allowed to help. You're always allowed to care. You're always allowed to empathize. And I just brought up one more point for myself that I have to say before I jump off here. So I said, these are qualifying conversations. I said, you're always allowed to help. You're always allowed to care. You're always allowed to empower. Qualifying conversations are not coaching conversations. So you do want to resist the urge to give advice. You guys have had these conversations with me a lot in the DMs. A lot of you guys have have had a conversation with me and you may have noticed that I might give you a little piece if you specifically ask, but these are not coaching conversations. So I'm not coming into the DMs to just give you like an hour of my time for free. I I wish I could, but unfortunately that's not the way things work. So I come in and I start asking you some questions and I want to know some very specific things. If I can help you with a little piece of advice, I might give it to you. If Having a Zoom call with you might be helpful to me and to you to identify whether or not we want to continue this relationship, then I'll offer a Zoom call. 
but I don't coach in these conversations. These are not coaching conversations. All right. So we talked about a few things today. We talked about the idea that you already have everything inside of you in order to start making sales. I want you to think bigger. If you envision a retreat, I want you to start leading retreats. I don't want you to start by um, teaching Aqua Zumba at the Y. That's not starting on your path to having a retreat. Waiting and preparing and ramping up is what the caveman will tell you to do. And that, that's the terms that the caveman will give it. I'm ramping up. I'm waiting. I'm preparing. I'm gathering information. Pre-selling a program is a perfectly valid way to sell and start a program. And I want you to identify with the idea that your program is the answer to someone's prayers. Someone out there popped their eyes open today and thought, how the hell am I going to fix this problem that I've got? You've got the solution and it is your duty as a servant leader to get it in front of these people. That is why we do what we do. So then we talked about the sales conversation mistakes that we've all made, the shirtless trainer bro mistake, the thirsty messenger mistake. We talked about qualifying conversations, being direct, honest, transparent, and permission-based. All right, you guys, so I have given you a lot to think about today. I cannot wait to hear your feedback and your questions. Thursday on Instagram, I've got Suzelle Snowden coming on. This is a rerun of a past episode, so we will post that video at the same time that we normally do Instagram Live, which is 3 p.m., and we will have Suzelle talking about retreats, about doing a retreat through Fit Bodies, Inc., if you are looking for a way to extend this learning and get real actionable steps towards starting and growing your business, the Client Creation Kickstart is where I teach you step-by-step step how to get your first clients and your next clients using the proven formula that has helped thousands of fit pros and wellness coaches do the same. Not only have I created a recorded version of the Kickstart using the most effective and concise lessons from past live Kickstarts, but I have also lowered the price. Go to fitprosconnect.com slash kickstart and get registered. The investment in this, in this business and personal development content is just $37, which means it costs less than dinner and drinks. And you will gain the skills and mindset that will make you money and improve your resiliency in perpetuity. Plus, you even get a one-on-one -on -one meeting with me. Let me back up and say that again. When you do the kickstart, you get a one-on-one -on -one meeting with me at the end so I can keep you accountable. I can keep you accountable to completing the lessons and to doing the homework. And I'm going to assign you custom next steps based on your niche based on your program, and based on your stage of business. So get in there, do the kickstart. I'm not going to have the meeting with you unless you watch all the lessons. So do the kickstart, make the appointment with me to have the meeting, and then I can assign you your custom next steps. If you're already in business and looking for support in scaling 
automating, systematizing, and selling more so that you can go faster, then I want to have a meeting with you. So I'm going to, that link is, mm, that's too long. Let me put it in the comments and put it in the comments right here. It's calendly.com slash Kelly dash Coulter slash diagnose. I'm going to diagnose the gap between where you are and where you want to be and help you get there. All right. So I'd love to hear what you think. Please contribute to the conversation. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe. Leave your feedback and your questions. I will come back and answer them. If you're watching from the Grow Your Fitness Business for Instructors, Trainers, and Coaches group, I want you to do something for me. I want you to post your biggest aha moment from this episode. So go in, make a post, and post your biggest aha moment from this episode. I love seeing your thoughts and hearing what you get from these talks. It helps me to create great content for you. If you're watching on Facebook, make sure you're in the Grow Your Fitness Business for Instructors, Trainers, and Coaches group. That's my primary audience, and it's where we network, support, and train. And I'll see you Thursday on Instagram Live. Okay, one more thing. If you're looking for a way to thank me, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm getting lost in my script here. If you are looking for a way to thank me for this free business building information that I bring to you each week, your payment for this show is to pay it forward. Share this broadcast with a friend. Use the share button. And if you don't see it, just tell your friends to look for the Fit Pros Business Show podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. That's the audio only of this broadcast. All right. And that is what I've got for you this week, y'all. Love you. And I will see you. Oh, I do want to tell you one more thing. <laughs> I'm not doing another live show until September. What is that? September 9th, September 6th. <laughs> I am going to be posting the most popular shows from the past, and I will not be doing another live show for a while. I'm going to take the summer off. So y'all, I love you. Thank you. I will still be in the group. I will still be here. Give me all of your comments. Give me um, all of your thoughts. I want to hear all of it, and I will still be connecting with you guys, but I will not be doing any live shows over the summer. All right. I'll see you soon.